Uh, welcome to the Wrestle Strong Dojo podcast, where we review the latest episodes of Wrestle Strong Dojo. Uh, today, we're going to be reviewing season three, episode 17. As always, I'm joined by Sean Buchanan. Sean, how have you been? I've been wonderful, Elliot. Just uh, clamoring, watching as much uh, wrestling as possible online. Uh, we've had a bit of a struggle to be able to watch it in person. So I've been getting my fix through uh, the regular channels, you know, Fight, Fight TV, YouTube, all the good stuff. Yeah, I guess, you know, as you said, you know, unfortunately, uh, due to the current situation, uh, we couldn't get out to watch some uh, quality live wrestling. But thankfully, we live in a time where, you know, we have things like Fight TV and YouTube where we can go back and watch uh, previous episodes of Wrestle Strong Dojo. Yeah, it's, uh, we're lucky to have that. I mean, thankfully, it looks like these restrictions are all going and there's some upcoming shows which would be nice to go to. But uh, being able to sit back in the comfort of our own home, I know today it's actually raining outside. So it's a good day to watch a few hours of wrestling. Yes, it is. And as I said before, we're going to be reviewing the latest episode, uh, which is up on YouTube, uh, Season 3, Episode 17, The Epic Saga. Um, Ooh, yeah. Epic Saga. Oh, talk about boasting yourself. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, uh, I think there's going to be a lot to look forward to uh, in this new season of WrestleStrong Dojo. Um, and the first match that we have to review is a match between uh, Calypso and Fabian. And, you know, before I, before I go on, I've got to say, you know, um, he may not be a fan favourite, the old Fabian, but, you know, I'm a bit of a Fabian fan myself. I don't know about you, Sean. Well, I'll tell you now, I'm also with you there. I mean, we've seen Fabian compete before on WrestleStrong Dojo, and I think this was his best showing. I think he really looked good. Um, even some of the crowd, well, obviously, uh, you're right. I don't think he's going to be uh, any kid's favourite wrestler, that's for sure. But there was definitely a couple of cheers in the crowd, uh, mixed between most of the boos. Uh, but I was thoroughly impressed. I thought he was going to get a solid win here. But uh, no, the Calypso, the uh, from the shores of Okinawa, that little crab, you got to watch him. He got the win. Yeah, he got the win. Um, I was surprised too. Fabian was very strong in this match, um, showed that power that he's got. Um, and unfortunately, he lost, adding to his losing streak when Calypso was able to, I think he countered a, um, countered a move there into what looked like a half Boston Crab type submission. And the match ended in seven minutes, 49 seconds, when Fabian had no choice but to tap. I think we're best off speaking to um, somebody who know, who can either speak crab or can speak at least Japanese because I'd love to find out what Calypso calls that half crab with, it looked like he used like a pincer on top of Fabian's head. So it's not a crab by name, crab by nature, not only putting the pressure on the knee and the lower back, but the temples as well. I'm not surprised that Fabian end up tapping. Also the face. I know Fabian is very, you know, um, his face is very delicate to him. He has that thing insured. So I've got no doubt that as the hands were sort of close to the face, it sort of maybe gave him another reason for why he might need to tap out as well. That doesn't surprise me. 
if you look up the word vain in your encyclopedia, there will be a picture of Fabian. Um, once again, great match and a great way to kick off uh, episode 17 of Wrestle Strong Dojo. Um, after the match, we go into Lido's Creature Feature Show. Yeah, it was a bit of a uh, Elvira-esque, but uh, instead of just showing you upcoming movies uh, from seeing Lido in the ring, she'd much rather just scratch her eyes out and uh, <laughs> and kick you while you're down. So it was interesting to see into the She-Wolf and uh, and how she does her business. Yeah, so I look forward to seeing more of this. It seems as though we may, this won't be the last time that we see of this. So um, it seems that she's open to people asking questions through her Instagram. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're listening, feel free to shoot over some of your questions to her Instagram and no doubt we'll see it in future episodes of Wrestle Strong Dojo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I'm just curious, what is the... Oh, would you what would you consider would a would a she wolf a vampire they are they cryptoids or no that's more of a um that's more of what a cryptozoologist like Shanesaw looks after what what would you count zombies and uh, and werewolves and that what would you categorize them as oh um oh, I was just listening to something the other day and they mentioned it um look you've lost me there but maybe that might be a question that we might have to put forward to uh, Leto. Yeah, the uh, the creatures of the night will just say. I just want to know what the uh, what the what the creatures of the night call their dad jokes because <laughs> somebody oh. had sent through some questions that Lido definitely flattered straight back to them. Look, I I do appreciate a good dad joke, and I've got to give Lido a bit of props. Uh, she did very well with the delivery of some of those jokes. Kudos to the uh, the werewolf dad jokes, were dad jokes, if you will. Yeah. So then we go into a a promo from Adam Vicar, and one thing that we do know from Adam Vicar is that he is a fighting champion. He's not going to back down from any challenges. So we see he's basically putting it out there, uh, throwing an open challenge to anybody who may be wanting to challenge him for the Wrestle Strong Dojo Championship. Yeah, it was a nice little featurette there, just showing, uh, you know, Adam Fakar. He's been the one and only heavyweight champion so far that we've seen through all seventeen episodes of Wrestle Strong Dojo. He he won that uh, won that three way in that classic match between himself, Dean Draven, and El Masterile, uh, and he has been a fighting champion ever since. So it doesn't surprise me that he stands by his word and will take any man anywhere. Well, any man anywhere. Well. Who would want to step up to the plate, but none other than one half of the headliners, Jake Gibson. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know about stepping up to the plate of any time, anywhere. It seems from what we got to see in the episode that uh, there was a plan afoot between him and, or between he and his tag team partner, Banjo Powers. It, it seemed they were going to try and catch him off guard and try and uh, essentially steal the title. Unfortunately for them, uh, the best plans did go astray. Yeah, and it seems as though Jake Gibson uh, was, uh, you know, they've got this plan, as you said, where they're looking to get Adam Fakar off guard. But, um, you know, from what you see in the episode, 
Jake Gibson. He's just walking along. He's obviously looking for somebody. And uh, I guess he comes across someone that I know. Um, yourself there, Sean. What, what, what happened there? Oh, here I was, minding my own business, when uh, Jake Gibson, uh, classic complainer of the WrestleStrong dojo, trying, obviously their plans weren't as foolproof as they thought. I mean, number one, how are you going to have somebody count the victory without a WrestleStrong Dojo referee? And number two, how are you meant to jump the champion with a pack mentality if you can't synchronize your watches where you're meant to be at the same time? So unfortunately for him, Banjo wasn't there. He's walked in, challenged Adam Fakar. Unfortunately, Adam Fakar heard it, accepted, and I'm sorry, that was just one jacked referee. What can I say? <laughs> one J. Well, look, the referee, I thought uh, he looked very good. Looked like he was very fast. He had speed. He knew what he was doing. Um, who Pulled was it right down the middle. <laughs> that referee, impartial, bipartisan, as a referee should be. Yes. Um, you know, we also saw a little bit of a training montage there from Jake before he uh, was getting ready to take on Adam Vicar. Um, you know, what, was it, wasn't uh, wasn't exactly Rocky Four. Uh, he was neither Dolph Lundgren or Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I would I'd say if that's his regular regime, I think he's going to have to change it up a bit if he's going to be more successful. Yeah, um, it didn't look too good from the outset. Um, the warm-up didn't go too well for him. The match, on the other hand, look, I'm going to give uh, Jake Gibson props here because I, for one, thought that him stepping into Adam Vicar's world, I thought that he'd be lucky to last 10 seconds. Um, but this particular fight went 5 minutes 18 seconds, which is probably 5 minutes longer than I thought it was going to go for Jake Gibson where ultimately um, Adam Vicar was able to lock on the uh, retribution um, and looks like in the process break Jake Gibson's arm as well. Yeah, ouch for Jake. Um, I'll, I'll give I'll give Jake his uh, props for that too. I mean, he did very well. He stepped in at the end of the cage, you know, stepped into Adam's world. Uh, how much of that do you think might be down to the shock value though? I mean, you see that with uh, in professional fighting where a guy's... Uh, three months fight camp getting ready for his next fight fighter gets injured new guy gets called up two weeks out all of a sudden their whole preparations are out they're not sure how to fight and the uh the challenger does something that we never thought would happen do you think that's the same kind of thing that would have happened here that uh adam Vakar going about his own business unaware that he's about to have a match whereas in jake went in there knowing he was going to try and fight him well, no doubt you've got a point there. Um, as much as we like to give it to Jake about maybe not being the sharpest tool in the shed, I've got no doubt that he would have done a bit of research uh, prior to um, doing what he did. You know, Adam Fakar is a mixed martial artist. No doubt he would have got a hold of some of his videos to break down some of what he was doing. Whereas, as you said, you know, Adam Fakar, on the other hand, was not expecting anybody to, I guess, challenge him. Um, and if anything, you know, Jake might have had the upper hand. Yeah, well, he may have had the upper hand, but he didn't get his hand raised. In fact, 
by the looks of it, he's not going to be able to raise a hand for a while. Uh, that looked like a nasty injury. And, uh, well, <laughs> Adam, I, I guess he was just taking out the trash, really. He's just throwing him <laughs> out the back. And uh, looks like Banjo turned up a little too late and was not amused with his tag team partner, or as we can say now, former champion tag team partner. Ouch. Uh, yes, you're right. So with every reaction, there is a reaction. And the reaction to this was that because Jacobson sustained this broken arm, uh, Russell Strong Dojo management deemed that you know they were unable to defend the titles, meaning that they had no choice but to take the titles off them. Uh, which left, um, you know, Banjo Powers in a position where he needed to look for a partner. He did, he did. And uh, later on in the episode, we did find uh, how he was doing with his look for a partner. But uh, in between that, we did have a promo from Dean Draven um, talking about his 25 years in the wrestling business and the show that was dedicated to that longevity. And the fact that he was going to be able, even though El Masterible has the coin of chance, hadn't called it out yet, as was explained. However, Dean Draven, as a sign of respect, and he has deserved, he was in that title fight for the, for the first ever WrestleStrong Dover heavyweight champion. He will be facing Adam Fakar for the title in front of a big crowd, well, as big as was allowed in the COVID, COVID era. Yeah, you're right. I forgot to mention that um, promo. Dean feels as though he deserves a title shot. And you know what? Um, fair enough. You know, like he's been, as he said, 25 years, coming up 25-year anniversary. Uh, so it gives us a heavyweight title match that we can actually look forward to seeing uh, with the season three of Wrestle Strong Dojo. Oh, I I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, from what we've seen from both of them, I mean, we just saw Adam Fakar um, not only tap out Jake Gibson, but break his arm. Uh, we know what Dean Draven can do. He's just, there's that many concave chests over the last 25 years from those vicious chops, let alone the diving headbutts. He's a big man to be coming off the top. I don't look forward to, to being the body of either Adam or Dean after this match. No, neither would I. Uh, both heavy strikers. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing how this particular match plays out. But yeah, and but as you did say, after that, we did see Banjo Powers. Um, he he was on the lookout for a new tag team partner, someone that helped reclaim the gold that he had unfortunately had to give away. And uh, what do you think about his new tag team partner there, uh, Elliot? Look, you know, I think that this partnership is what they call a match made in heaven because uh, Banjo Powers obviously looked to the deepest, darkest places. He, he literally went to the deepest, darkest places to look for this partner, and it was none other than Leto. Mm. So we know that the match would be between the Mystic Nation, who are anything but dark, and... Banjo Powers and Leto, but now no worries about the headliners anymore. This is the Headbiters. Yes, so the next match is the Headbiters, uh, the team of Banjo Powers and uh, Leto, um, taking on 
the Mystic Nation, the team of Mystic Jess and Alex Irvine, with the winner being crowned uh, the WrestleStrong Dojo heavyweight champions, seeing as though they'd since been vacated by the headliners. And this particular match was a really good match, a match going 16 minutes, 44 seconds, which saw the uh, Mystic Nation uh, claim victory when Mystic Jess was able to hit the uh, the senton, the senton bomb off the ropes to pick up the one, two, three over Lito. Yeah, very nice flipping senton there for the win. Um, as you saw, the crowd was hot for it. They really enjoyed the match. Obviously, um, as I said, it is ju- this match took place during the COVID era, so there was uh, limited seating and limited standing available at all. Um, otherwise, you definitely see at the very least twice the amount of people there because they did actually, I know for a fact, they had to turn people away at the door for this event. Um, it was a shame, but it's a reality because it would have been nice to be able to see uh, Alex and Mystic Jess be able to hoist those belts up in front of a bigger crowd. But I guarantee you, they weren't upset about that. No, they were they were ecstatic to uh, win the titles, which were presented to them by Australian wrestling legend Bob Blassie. Um, this was a great match, as I said. A lot of great moves from both teams. Um, both teams, actually, what I did notice was that they worked really well together in their respective uh, tag teams. And really, it, was, it could have been anybody's um, match come the end of it. Oh, yeah. The, the, the chemistry between uh, Leto and Banjo Powers, as you said, it was a match made in heaven. They really did work together well for a team that hadn't been working together at all. I mean, Banjo has done so much already in WrestleStrong Dojo as the uh, junior heavyweight champion, the tag team champion. I mean, he's held gold in, in any time he's tried. So he's obviously got the knack of knowing how to get that win. And Leto just fit in right with him. But let's not take out We've got Alex Irvine, former WrestleStrong Dojo and the longest serving WrestleStrong Dojo junior heavyweight champion and Mystic Jess, who's been a um, a really good rookie. She came through really well. So it's no surprise that uh, they are the new tag team champions. Yeah. Once again, congratulations to the uh, Mystic Nation. Um, well-deserved win. And look, I think whoever won that match thoroughly deserved it because it was a really good match really great match to watch and as you said even though it may have been a COVID era crowd um, it didn't sound like a COVID era crowd that's for sure no um, oh, that match took place in the uh, Bonnie uh, Bonnie Rig Sports I believe yeah, it's called Bonnie Rig Sports Club yeah yeah great, great venue I've been there uh, a few times now it's fantastic venue there that they, they always put on a good show there so it makes no surprise that the crowd were happy to see them uh, lift that gold so congratulations mystic nation but i don't think this is the last time we've seen the headbiters no i don't think it's the last that we see of the headbiters but um as we finish up uh episode 17 of season three uh, we get a bit of a preview as to what we can expect next week we've got a uh what is it a piranha a piranha match by the looks of it uh, Ooh, also... you got to watch out for the piranhas. Or was it uh, uh, the Gujaro piranha? And uh, was it Elegante piranha? Gigan- just, I think uh... Gigante. Oh, uh, you, you probably know better than I. 
Oh, it depends. I mean, they're piranhas. They're from the Amazon. That's you know, that's Portuguese. I'm, I, I've got better Spanish than Portuguese. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry about that. No, but yeah, like, so two, two yeah. different countries, two two different continents. But that's okay. I, and you know, something I'm not going to get wrong. We've uh, we've got our our favorite Mexican luchador, Almas Terrible. We're going to see him in action against Chainsaw. Oh, what a match. You know, two of my favorites. I know you uh, you really are not the biggest Chainsaw fan, but nope. I love whenever I see Chainsaw. And I think these two guys, uh, oh, they'll be well matched. Yeah, look forward to seeing that. So, and that finishes it. Episode 17, the first episode of season three. Uh, another great uh, show from Wrestle Strong Dojo. I definitely look forward to seeing more of season three. Um, Sean, your thoughts? Yeah, I think the only way is up this Wrestle Strong Dojo. I can't wait for more. I'd love to see more, more of pretty much everything. Give, give me more matches. Give, give me the insights into the wrestlers. Let me know what's going on. I can't wait for more. I look forward to seeing it. And I also look forward to reviewing the shows of you, Sean. Ah, oh, same to you, Elliot. Have a lovely night, and thanks for everyone for listening. Thank you very much. <laughs>